Welcome to Be Ye Hearers. It's a podcast of St. James's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia. Well, good morning. Happy New Year. As John mentioned, it's the new liturgical year starting today, first Sunday of Advent. I trust you all had plenty of turkey and are sated with your feast. And now we have some spiritual work to do. Today's gospel sounds as if it could come right out of the farmer's almanac where we might read, if birds fly low, expect expect rain and a blow. Perhaps you know some of these old sayings. Within our folklore, there's something called weather lore. These are old predictive sayings like, If a circle forms around the moon, rain will come very soon. Or when dew is on the grass, rain will never come to pass. When grass is dry at morning light, look for rain before the night. Or perhaps the most well-known, red sky at morning, sailors take warning. Red sky at night, sailors delight. These are all what we call weather lore. My grandfather would say that if an oak tree dropped a lot of acorns in the fall, we would have a very hard and snowy winter. So these are predictive signs, you might say. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and on earth distress among the nations, warned Jesus. It will be a time of great confusion and tribulation. The powers of heaven itself will be shaken. Sounds like our world today. Down Jones drops 900 points, flash mob looters in Los Angeles, Ukraine perhaps going to war. But Jesus was describing the day of the Lord, and he was warning us to be alert or we would miss the divine things which were about to happen. Look at the fig tree, says Jesus. When they sprout leaves, summer is near. When you see these things take place, signs in the heavens, the kingdom of God is near. Take warning and be alert for something significant and miraculous is about to take place. And though the dire warnings sound very ominous, dangerous, threatening, the most important words of the gospel are the very last ones of that first paragraph. Look look up for your redemption is drawing near. As we move into the season of Advent, it's good to hear these words. Something significant is coming into our lives, and if we do not get ready for it, we are being foolish. The Advent season reminds us of three ways in which Christ comes to us. He came to us as a baby born, into simple surroundings in Bethlehem. This is what we celebrate often at Christmas time, December 25th. But it also celebrates another coming. He will come to us again at the end of history, all history. The very last words of the New Testament in the book of Revelation are words of invitation and expectation. They are, come, Lord Jesus. That's how our Bible ends. The tradition of having a cross at the front of the church is not just a reminder of Christ's death on the cross, 
Rather, it is placed there to mark the direction from which Christ is to come at the end of time, the east. No matter how a church is situated on a piece of property, the congregation is always seated facing what we call liturgical east, from which Christ is expected to return. In a stable in Bethlehem and at the end of history, these are two ways Christ comes to us. And just for a little while, I will save the third way Christ comes to us. It is a close encounter of the third kind, if you will. In any case, we'd better get ready, for Christmas is coming, after all. And whether we're ready or not, it will, be, it will come with all its frenzied glory and activity on December 25th. I saw a comic strip lately that juxtaposed the coming of Christmas with Advent. In the cartoon, there was a disheveled man with a big sign on the city street, and it read, the world will end tomorrow. And then in the next panel, there was another man following him with a sign that read, only one shopping day left. <laughs> That's where we are these few weeks before Christmas. We're torn between these two tents of Advent and getting ready for Christ to come in Bethlehem and shopping and making merry for Christmas. But we'd better get it straight. It may be essential for our spiritual lives. We all know the story of April 12, 1912. The Titanic, the world's largest and most magnificent ocean liner which had ever been built and proudly proclaimed to be unsinkable, sailed from England on her maiden voyage. Four days later, with her engines driving the great ship at full speed, Heedless of the many warnings of heavy ice in the North Atlantic, the Titanic struck an iceberg that was seen too late. She went down with most of her passengers into the darkness of the icy waters. We all know this story from the film Titanic. And what I like about the film is that if you've seen it, you remember the tremendous complacency of all the people on board ship, from the captain down to the lowliest seamen and all the passengers. While people danced and celebrated and toasted the wonderful ingenuity of humanity that could build such a marvelous vessel as the Titanic, the ship itself was rushing towards its doom. The history of humankind in the 21st century is similar to the apathy and the complacency of those aboard the Titanic. So often we are occupied by life on the surface, so involved with the trivia and minutiae of life that we are unable to see real crises, the real crises of our time, our world, our relationships, and especially our relationship with the divine. As we prepare for Christmas this year, don't forget what the season is all about. Let us hear clearly Jesus' words of caution and warning. Let us take some time away from the frenetic activities of the season to be alert to what to come, because here is the third way that Jesus comes to us. Are you alert? Are you listening? 
Are you ready to see the miracle? Jesus is about to come into our lives in a very special way with a special meaning today if we let him in. If we let him in. It is a way that gives new life, life now, and eternal life with God. How we prepare for Christmas can make all the difference in the world. Will we do it by buying the most expensive toy for our child or by seeing how many parties we can get to? Or will we do it by examining our lives and preparing our hearts for the coming of the Messiah? In the weeks ahead, I hope that while you are shopping at the mall or pulling the Christmas decorations out of the attic or standing outside in the cold waiting to buy a Christmas tree, you will take just a few moments, just a few moments to say to yourselves, what is this all about again? Am I prepared to meet God? Am I ready to let Christ come into my life, into my heart and redeem it, to make me a new and better person, to give me a new and contrite heart? If you are able to do that, you will met the test of Advent. Jesus says to us, be watchful, be alert, lift up your head, for your redemption is drawing near. Don't miss God. Don't miss Christ this Christmas. Don't miss Christ for the rest of your lives. Amen. Thank you for listening to Be Ye Hearers. For our full worship service, go to doers.org slash live. To learn more about St. James's, go to doers.org. We hope you've been touched by the Holy Spirit today. We look forward to being your companion on your spiritual journey.